This is a Federal News Network podcast. 27 career federal employees are finalists in this year's Service to America medals. Some have been on the job for decades. Some are barely out of graduate school. But they've all made significant contributions to the betterment of their agency's missions and to the life of the nation. For more on this year's program, we turn to the president and CEO of the Partnership for Public Service, Max Steyer. Max, good to have you back. Great to be here. This year, I see, of course, one of the finalists, if it was ever a doubt that he would be a finalist, is Dr. Fauci of NIH for all of the work related to the COVID-19. But it's really not just his work currently, is it? No, not at all. And in point of fact, the nomination period essentially was closed by the time the pandemic hit. You know, Tony Fauci is an extraordinary public servant. What's amazing to me is that there are many, many, many other Tony Fauci's out there that no one knows about. So he deserves fantastic credit for all the important work he's doing. And we all ought to know that there are a lot of people who aren't getting any credit at all, who nonetheless are vital to our health and welfare. And that's what this program is about. And to get to the finalists this year, did the committee have the same bumper crop of nominations that it normally does? You know, um, I think we might have been slightly higher. Uh, and again, as I said, this occurred before the pandemic. Um, it's it's fascinating to me. Uh, you know, bluntly, there's not a culture of recognition in the federal government. There's a lot of infrastructure to find problems and not a lot to find the good things that are being done. So we have to work hard to get the nominations. There are extraordinary stories out there. Um, but there isn't a, a, a normal process for floating them up. Um, but that's the purpose of the program is to try to, again, give attention to the people who really deserve it. And we'll get better government if we actually focus on the great things that are happening and not only the problem. And one of the things I like about this is that while many of the nominees have done things that are highly visible to the public, like, for example, Dr. Fauci has been involved in pandemics and threats of pandemics, numerous times before the current time, as you point out. But then there are people behind the scenes. I'm looking at one where uh, they worked, Andrew Barza worked on the Navy's program to refuel a carrier. And I'm guessing the average person in the public has no idea what's involved with refueling a carrier, but it's enormously important to national security and it's really expensive. There's a lot that can go wrong. Absolutely. It's extraordinary, the range of things that uh, these finalists are doing. Some of my favorite stories you mentioned, we have a emerging leaders category, folks that um, are new to the work world and yet, you know, are, are changing changing our world. Uh, a couple of stories uh, that I find fascinating are, you know, Vikram Krishnasamy, who is at the CDC, and he's been working with law enforcement to make sure that when opioid arrests are, are made uh, in order to bring down drug dealers, et cetera, that there's actually a public health connection so the the folks that are addicted can actually get help. And to me, the idea of collaborating between law enforcement and public health is so important, and that's what he does. Or uh, Andrew Lawrence and Shannon Ferguson, who are at the Customs and Border Protection, um, who have this amazing um, specialization of being able to analyze microscopic pollen grains to determine where drugs were produced and other uh, important travel histories for crime victims. So they're able to figure out that the route was that drugs were taken or to be able to track people through pollen that, that, that may be on them. It's just, uh, you know, hugely interesting. And as you say, no one knows about it. And, and they ought to, because again, this is the breadth of uh, federal achievement that, um, that that's essential to our health and well-being. And, and we need to 
uh, know more about it, support it, uh, and recognize these folks. We're speaking with Max Steyer, president and CEO of the Partnership for Public Service. And then there's some people from the legislative branch. One I was really pleased to see was Chris Mim from the Government Accountability Office. And he's been just a watchdog for so long on fraud, waste, and abuse. Chris is exceptional. One of the things that I love about GAO is that it's really the only entity that has true uh, enterprise, government-wide understanding about what's happening. And Chris has got his finger on the pulse. Uh, He is someone who... Um, understands how it all fits together, and he's focused on making the government work better. And one of the most important aspects of the oversight community to me is not looking backwards, but looking forward, uh, the windshield being way broader than the rearview mirror and trying to prevent problems from happening. So Chris has uh, got an exceptional career. He has helped save literally billions of dollars uh, and has made our government work better. He's an exceptional human being. And there's another aspect this year. I'm looking at Beth Ripley from the Veterans Affairs Department out in Seattle. And she has been helping to establish this 3D printing network, not only in VA, but involving other agencies as well. FDA, I believe, is involved. And again, this is something that was ongoing before the COVID-19 scare and threat. But now it's coming to play in that, in that they are able to 3D print supplies and items needed for frontline workers. So I think the lesson there is the better the government gets in general, the better it is in emergencies. You're absolutely right. And it is fascinating uh, and ill understood that the federal government is actually involved in virtually every department, if not every department, in pandemic and economic uh, crisis response. And yours is is a great example of that, the 3D printing at the VA. Another one is another VA group uh, that is responsible for developing telehealth options for veterans. And they went from something like 2,000 visits a day through telehealth to 20,000, you know, virtually overnight. And that number keeps increasing. Uh, So um, the government has really stepped up. There's a lot of innovation going on. One of the things that I think I hope to see is a harvesting of these innovations so that when we do get past this, and we will, Uh, that our government will get better and be able to utilize the innovations that are a result of the crisis as a steady state, you know, forward activity for the government. So I think that there, you know, again, this is a horrible thing we're going through, but we need to do some learning and get better through it. And I think we will. And we should point out that we're on the verge of public service recognition week, which is usually kind of a gala, lots of things happening, but I know that not much is happening publicly in the sense of people gathering, but give us the update on that particular phenomenon, which people have been looking forward to for many years. Well, this is exactly why we are releasing the uh, winners of the or the honorees for the Service to America medals, the Samuel J. Heyman Service to America medals um, right now. And that's because this week is designated as a point in time for us to stop and recognize public servants at all levels, federal, state and local. And it's important to do it. Again, we won't get great service from our uh, government workers if we don't support those that are doing extraordinary things. And so there are ongoing sets of activities. This may be that we don't have the the run that we were supposed to do. But as you say, we are uh, release these um, honorees right now. We'll be doing an event and some of these honorees at Thursday at 7 p.m. You can find the details on our website. So we are moving everything virtual. That's the, you know, the world we live in today. And that may even be, uh, make a larger audience for, for things like that. But the point here is that 
we do need to step back and recognize what we have and support it. And that's the point of Public Service Recognition Week and the Daniel J. Heyman Service to America Medals. Now, the annual gala to reveal the winners from among the finalists, that's always a wonderful dinner downtown in the Mellon Auditorium. I guess you're kind of waiting to see what happens as to whether that'll occur in September? Yes. Uh, it currently stated it date for uh, September 22nd. Actually, we uh, had moved it to the building museum primarily because we needed more space. Now maybe we don't need more space. We'll see. Um, we're we're going to you know finish out the week of public service recognition. We can uh, then decide what's uh, the right way to handle this. You know, one way or the other, we'll do everything we can uh, to shine a spotlight on these incredible people. They deserve it. And uh, we, we need government. If there's anything that this moment teaches us, and that is that effective government really does matter. And we need to figure out how we have a more effective government. And it, and it starts with supporting the great people who are in there already. Max Steyer is president of the Partnership for Public Service. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, and be safe and be well. You too. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information on the finalists at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, Always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.